This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This bar is tended by the founders of the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. The statue-loving historian himself, Trico, brings you the facts one indictment at a time. Foxy Babe staff keeps the boys in line, and of course the color man, Big Dev, and his old Roman mind. So fill your glass with rye and raise it up on high, because this is your Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History, where the history hits you hard and the drinks go down smooth. I'm your co-host, Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm the color man, Big Dev. And they invited me back. It's Calvin again. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, what's up? Thank you so much. They, they gave me business cards last time I came. My name is not on the business cards. I am not an official part of this podcast. I'm just a guest who really likes this show. <laughs> he just keeps showing up when we I just keep showing now. up. Yeah. I'm like, hey, guys, you got free alcohol? Cool. Yeah, yeah come hang I'll out. I'll talk. I'll That's talk. how we lure people to come on our show. <laughs> hey, we got booze. Well, thanks for having me back, guys. It was great. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, it's it's good to have you for this, uh, yeah. what, third helping of uh, Historian Big Dev? I mean, it, depends on yes. how you, it depends on how you divide up your episodes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It could be six or seven. <laughs> Five-minute episodes. <laughs> Tune in. Will Calvin talk more about Detroit? Tune in next week for another five-minute shot of history. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, well... Uh, so Trico, uh, after seeing that I went on the Kentucky bourbon trail tour, mm-hmm. uh, decided that we were going to do a s- episode about the history yeah. of bourbon. Well, here's how it went down. <laughs> you have some other show that shall <laughs> remain nameless that you, you were talking about like the history of, uh, bourbon on and I'm like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Give it all the good stuff away for free. Yeah. I'm like, if he's going to talk about history, it's going to be on this show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh. And and I, I called him. I'm like, so, Dev, uh, I heard you're talking about history on another show. And he's like, uh, no, it's not what you think. No, I listen to it. It is what I think. That's exactly Which what is you hilarious think. because he'll, yeah. he goes on other podcasts and talks about history. Oh, yeah, I'm a history So horror, he's allowed, but, but yeah, you're yeah. not. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't even want to talk history on this show. <laughs> forced to. Uh, well, before we get into the... Uh, into the show, I think mm-hmm. we should do our, our shot yeah. of uh, right. bullet rye whiskey. Yeah, because it's not a bourbon. This is it's the a uh, delicious rye, the Ugh. regular aged one, Ugh. right? There we go. Like it's not the. Yeah, this is this is just a uh, five five to seven years aged, uh, mm-hmm. but it's greater than fifty one percent rye, which <laughs> that's makes not it, waiting for it. Yeah, that's why it's a rye whiskey as opposed to a bourbon, even though a bourbon company makes it. Ah. Yes, I think you're getting a little ahead of yourself here. <laughs> well, I got to explain why it's a rye whiskey instead of a bourbon. Yeah, so it's delicious. So a little a little bit of backstory on uh, bourbon. So mm-hmm. bourbon has some very strict rules to be actually called bourbon and be sold in the United States. So it has to be at least 51% corn as your main grain. Um, a lot of places use closer to 70 to 80%, uh, but the, the bare minimum is 51% corn. So basically you could make this out of any food that we consume uh, in the United States at this point because everything much. is corn. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> everything is corn in America pretty right much. now. Um, and then so, you know, after the 51% of corn, uh, then you have to add a couple of different uh, 
what do they call them? Cereal grains. So wheat, barley, Cheerios. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wheat and barley and uh, rye are your pretty much your your main ones. Um, so uh, if you've ever had bullet. Uh, bullet bourbon is a is a rye bourbon. Uh, mm-hmm. So is wild turkey and a couple other places. Wild turkey by far is the worst. I was going to say wild. <laughs> I had wild turkey once, and I will never drink it again. Yeah. That was foul stuff. Well, wild turkey uses the. Your opinion. What we correct. found. <laughs> what we found on the tour. Me and my buddy that went. Uh, wild turkey uses the highest amount of rye in their in their bourbon huh. because they like that bold flavor. And and Ryan will really appreciate that because our tour guide was named Bubba and he was a ex Marine drill sergeant. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you, you a lot of places use rye. Uh, Maker's Mark is actually a weeded uh, bourbon. That's why it's sweeter. Uh, rye gives it kind of that, but it still uses corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at least fifty-one percent corn, okay, right. and then uh, the next biggest constituent is either rye or wheat. Okay. Uh, Makers uses wheat. It gives it a sweeter taste. Okay. Um, a little bit smoother. Um, I am a fan. Of yeah. Mark. It's, um, that's some good stuff. So yeah, if you've had <laughs> a if you've had a bourbon that's sweeter, a little bit smoother, doesn't burn on the way down, <laughs> it's more than likely a, a weeded bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they add a, a small amount of uh, bar. Uh, malted barley because that actually helps there's an enzyme in the malted barley that actually helps convert all the starches over to sugar and then uh so to actually make bourbon you do the normal like fermentation process you mash up and grain you know all your grains you put in a tank of boiling water extract the starches convert it to sugar put in yeast let it ferment for three to five days and then you put it in a distillation column to pull off all the delicious spirits. <laughs> we need we need the booze. Um, yeah, give yeah. us the booze. Yeah, so you know it goes from being a uh, a brewer's beer. Uh, you know, so one of the places are like, oh, you know, people from Michigan always like to remind us you can't make you can't make bourbon without making beer first. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Just give me the bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care how you make it. Give me yeah. the booze. Yeah, I can get beer where I came from. Just yeah. Just- <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, so then the next rule comes in when you get into the distillation column. Uh, it has to be uh, distilled less than 160 proof, hmm. um, and then it can't go into the barrel more than 125 proof. So and the only way you can do that. Is is you have to cut it with just water. You can't cut it with anything else because if you cut it with anything else, it won't be bourbon anymore. Okay, so here's a question. Yep. Here's a question. Um, did you research this or were you really paying attention on the tour? I was really paying attention. <laughs> Holy shit, that's some good <laughs> yeah. retention. Yeah. He was out some for good how many ass days? Retention. Uh, what, we were there for seven days. Oh, you said he was out. I was like, yeah. how much bourbon did you drink? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, they were on, like, he woke we up were, three we weeks later. For, yeah, <laughs> we were there for seven days. I woke up eight days after. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, so it has to be 125 proof or less. It has to go into brand new charcoal oak barrels now what if it's 126 proof if it's 126 proof you can't call it bourbon what is it called then it's like super bourbon yeah it's it's whiskey at that point oh it's whiskey oh okay all right gotcha okay so so then bourbon is one step below whiskey I've well, never, I've never understood. I always thought that bourbon is, is whiskey. whiskey, right? Bourbon, bourbon, bourbon is a type of whiskey, but just it has, like scotches. Yeah, like now, but it's, but it's less. Well, okay, help me understand. Okay, yep. so let me ask the question real quick, so I understand. So anything beyond 125 proof is whiskey. 
right? If you put it in the barrel at 125 proof to age, you can't call it bourbon anymore. It would basically be a whiskey at be that a point. Whiskey, okay. Yep. But still, bourbon is whiskey, right? Yes. Yeah. That's it's why. A, if you but look it's like a, a child version of whiskey. You see, I mean, okay. For for lack of a better, it's a whiskey that is at least 51 percent corn. It's okay. basically what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Other than you have these these regulations of like. 160 proof coming off the still, 125 proof going into the barrel, and it has to be bottled at 80 proof or higher. So what would be what would be an example of okay, so 51% corn, fine, mm-hmm. cool, bourbon, and now it's 126%, so now it's got to be called whiskey. What would be a 51% corn whiskey? What would be a version? What what would be a brand that does that? that? Uh, They have to. Because you said anything over 126%, so it's a percentage, right? The alcohol percentage. It's it's the rules and regulations that the government set forward. Now, actually... So it's not the whiskey makers. It's not like understood as our culture. This is the government says anything above this is now whiskey. Uh, Kind of. You just can't call it bourbon bourbon anymore. It's no longer that type of So Jack Daniels... Okay calls itself Tennessee whiskey. Mm-hmm. Technically, it meets all the requirements to be called a bourbon. Okay. But but it can call itself anything it wants. It, yeah, it can call itself <laughs> okay. whatever it wants. But yeah, yeah, they in Canada, they actually recognize Jack Daniels as bourbon whiskey. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why Tennessee... So confusing. Yeah. I don't make the rules. I just follow them, yeah. and then I drink all the I feel bourbon. like I'm not yep. just confused in my mind. I'm confused in my heart about what I'm drinking. Because <laughs> I take my drinking quite seriously. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh, am yeah. I cheating on whiskey? <laughs> you am are I not. Ma- no. Am I making more of my relationship with bourbon than it actually is? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, getting back to the barrels, they've got to be charred oak barrels. Now, depending on who you ask, most people will say they have to be white oak. You can actually use French Typical. white oak, <laughs> uh, which is actually what <laughs> cognac's made in, is French white oak, but you can theoretically age bourbon in French white oak barrels, as long as it's the first time that barrel's been ever used and it's charred on the inside. Hmm. Are um, you sure you're not a tour guide? For, I mean, like, I could, feel like I, you've I researched this. Like, you're just really good at jobs. this. I was looking for jobs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I believe my job right now and do this for a living. <laughs> I'd kill somebody to work there. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... After the bourbon comes out of the barrel, like I said, it has to be put in the bottle no less than 80, per, 80 proof for it to still be bourbon. Uh, it has to be aged in a barrel for at least two years to be called straight Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Uh, and you can age bourbon for less than that. You can age it for less than two years, but then you have to put like a age disc- disclaimer on the bottle. So do they open that? That's what I've always wondered. Like how deep. Okay. So here in Michigan, we've got uh, where we're recording right now. So I can go to like two James distillery mm-hmm, on, mm-hmm. on Michigan Avenue in, in Corktown. Yep. Um, and yeah, they're relatively young. They've been yep. around for a few years, um, but they don't have anything as old as I would say, even at Bullet, like a right. ten, you said, they just opened a ten year. Like yeah, we had yeah. some a uh, uh, few weeks ago, we had that. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, few weeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do this. I don't. I don't know what you led on to. So I just, we, we I just, just do it the way you're right. Okay, all right. So it's all recorded the same day. Everybody right? knows the right. truth. Okay. <laughs> so a few weeks of time of listening. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so I go to like two James, and I go. They are, they're not ten years old. Okay. Yeah. I guess they started brewing before they well before they opened. 
Um, but well, they can contract someone to make their to booths. Make. Okay, so that's yeah. the thing. So like, when you go, where did you where did where did you go on this tour? <laughs> where didn't I go? Okay, okay. so <laughs> so name one brand that you went to on a tour. We went to uh, well, we went to Bullet. You went to we Bullet. went to okay. Makers. So Bullet, then I'm thinking of a guy who makes up the mash, makes up yeah, everything, yeah. makes the bourbon. How long? How many barrels? How big their their storage facility yeah. must be? The Rick houses, yeah. Oh, they're called Rick houses. Yep. Okay, so we'll get to that. I'm sure um, <laughs> that they have one that they're opening. They're opening a barrel today that yep. they put in like two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and then there are other ones that won't be open for another two. Years. Like, yeah, is there like right. one that'll be open tomorrow? Is there one that they open every single day? Because it, they've been there for... How big is this place that they put in a, a barrel a day is what I'm well, thinking. That's okay, how my mind so to give you to give you some perspective on how much bourbon there really is aging in Kentucky, the count that they gave us was 5.3 million barrels at any given time aging in Kentucky. There's more barrels of bourbon than people it, in yes. Kentucky. Yes. There's a barrel for every person. There's a barrel for yeah. every person. There's got to be a lot of people in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a, a huge number of, of bourbon. So, um, Where are they insane. stored? Are they stored in giant facilities? Are they stored underground? Or They're they... stored in... It depends on the company because like Woodford Reserve is one of the first places we went. They still use a, uh, a brick, a, a, like a brick limestone building to actually age it's a i think it's three or four story rick house uh they actually temperature control it so they can get more aging cycles out of a barrel instead of like you go to uh maker's mark and it's just a very large brown building uh seven stories tall and they put the barrels in you know, up at the top, you get your youngest bourbons because they age quicker. And then at the bottom, you get your oldest bourbons because they age the slowest. And that's mm. kind of how they how they work it. Um, but, yeah, they are huge f- facilities that they have to store way far apart because uh, back in and I can't remember the year, but uh, Heaven Hill, who makes Evan Williams and uh, they make a bunch of stuff, but they had a fire in one of their Rick houses that spread to all the other Rick houses because they were so close together. They lost like something like a, it was millions of dollars worth of product. Were there uh. grown ass men weeping <laughs> us? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the fire was, the fire was so hot. They lost their, their actual uh, still house and they couldn't determine what the start of the fire was because it had destroyed all the evidence. I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing like yeah. a history channel, like, Reenactment of this, like John Johnson was unconsolable. <laughs> it's like the shriek heard pushing around his, the world, pushing his wife off of him. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere around the world in that in that moment, men everywhere just were like, oh, and they felt yeah. sad, but they didn't know why. He was sober for the next two years. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay, yeah. So sorry. when when actually when Heaven Hill had their big fight. Um, a lot, all the big distilleries in the area actually basically gave them barrels um, and contract uh, distilled for them until they got there. So they actually used their strain of yeast and their their mash bill, which is basically what they're, the grains that they use and all that. So all these other distilleries in the area actually distilled for Heaven Hill until Heaven Hill could actually get back up and running. So, so they get at least, that was at least two years out, right? Yeah, could, yeah. I mean, 
they had some other barrels because now, and it's funny because now what they do is they'll age for in one of their rickhouses for a little bit, and then they'll send some of those barrels to other facilities' rickhouses. So when you go into the rickhouses, you don't necessarily see just that company's product because they all now kind of collaborate so if there were something like this to happen again nobody would ever run out of bourbon so that's that's the other thing (laughs) that's the other question for me it's like okay so you've got people complaining uh, as you said um that you went to the michigan brewers guild thing and so i mean you'll i think hopcat which is in midtown detroit ann arbor grand Grand rapids Rapids, Mm -hmm. and they just posted on their facebook not too long ago uh about another huge merger between these beverage companies that are really uh, budweiser and miller yeah and so they're gonna basically take up take up more space Uh, i mean the big deal is they'll take up more space in your local grocer which will mean that your your microbrewed beers will have less shelf space you won't know about them they lose market share so on and so forth so is there that one do those companies own these bourbon companies or is there something like that within the bourbon uh, companies if they're you, not owned you by larger find out uh, what's what's I feel like I'm in interview because, mode right now oh, sorry, no. sorry. <laughs> uh, what's interesting is that so because you can only use the barrel once you then they break them down and they ship them all over the place and you can find out who owns who in terms of big distilling companies uh, by where those barrels go so like wild turkey barrels actually go over to age Jameson whiskey because that company owns both wild turkey and Jameson but you said they could only use it once so now I'm not well, only for bourbon. they can only for use bourbon. it once for bourbon oh. That okay, barrel right. will, will be around for like something like 75 years. Okay, because yeah, yeah, earlier yeah. you did say, hey, you know what? You can get a longer life out of these barrels for such and such. Okay, yep, all yep. right, gotcha. Yeah, so like that'll go over to Jameson. Jameson will use it for a little while. Then it'll come back and maybe age rum in it. And then maybe it'll age tequila. And then, uh, you know, for part of its life, it might age uh, Tabasco sauce. So, I mean, they're really? around for... I didn't yeah. even know you had to age Tabasco sauce. Yeah, yeah for Learning for new stuff. Get, you got to for A couple of years. I just always put it on pizza and I'm good. Yeah. I'm good to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so that, that barrel can be around for a long time, but these companies are owned by larger, you know, conglomerates of, okay. of, of companies. So like, you know, um, uh, where was it that we went? Uh, that Stitzweller company, I think owns, uh, Crown Royal. Like okay. that company mm-hmm. owns Crown Royal and, and Bullet. So, I mean, that's why probably Steph likes both. <laughs> I do. I'm a big, I'm a big Crown fan. Yeah, Interesting. Crown so there's going to be similarities between two. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there's, there's some similarities. But, uh, I mean, yeah. So, you know, uh, a Bullet bur- bourbon barrel might end up going to Canada to age Crown Royal. You know, it just ends up wherever the company is like, company like uh, this, is, okay. this is where we need these barrels at. Um, okay. Yeah, We're talking so about now empty barrel. They've yes, they've emptied the empty what it was in yep. it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I always wonder where 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 are these barrels made? Barrel makers are probably uh, never going to go out of business. Uh, That's the other thing. Toilet paper companies and barrel things. companies never going to go out yeah, of business. There's two companies. <laughs> uh, one's in Kentucky, um, and one's in I want to say Missouri, and they're and they're both. It's the same town name in both states that make these. That's, oh, interesting. Um, but the biggest one that they use is like Independent Stave Company is okay. the one that makes the most amount of barrels okay. for I did see an episode yeah. of How It's Made which I hate that show because <laughs> you are you're always like hey it's like in this episode, how toothpicks are made. And you're like, I don't fucking care how toothpicks are made. And then 30 minutes later, you're like, oh my God, that's how toothpicks are made. And then like seven hours later, you're like, oh my God, I know how Skittles, kayaks, bourbon barrels, everything's made. I know how it's all made. Anyhow. That's yeah, no, no, that's, I mean, 
Good yeah, on I'm sure that they <laughs> went to probably Independent State <laughs> Company and did that episode. Of <laughs> right. Uh, one thing I did find out while I was there is uh, if their barrels are leaky, uh, they take it to they either send it back to the independent independent barrel company and they'll disassemble the barrel and put it back together, or bullet. They actually have a, a guy that makes barrels on uh it's a i think they're called coopers uh he'll actually tear the barrel apart there take and put cattail stalks in between the the barrels yeah this thing smells so bad but they (laughs) add no flavor whatsoever to the the bourbon so they use that to actually uh interesting actually plug up holes on the barrel so it's like an adhesive in a way uh kind of i mean it's more like you're taking rope and packing it into into the cracks okay. is basically what hmm. it is. And okay. that's that's how Bullet does makes their barrels less leaky. Okay. <laughs> we don't want caulking, any of that goodness. Caulking your barrels. Caulking use whatever you need to use. And like it's a dirty funny. dish rag. I don't care. <laughs> Stuff it in there. <laughs> Save the alcohol. It's, it's funny yeah. because <laughs> our tour guide was like, Yeah, we went we go to all these tastings and uh she, uh, you know, when we go to these tastings, we're always kind of like making fun of the other companies, being like, "Ooh, this tastes, this tastes like a lot of cattail." <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, it, it does nothing to the flavor. So you know, we're just being silly at that point, right? But, um, so uh, bourbon, uh, originally from the Bourbon County of Kentucky. Some people that say that's how it got its name. Some people say it actually got its name from. Uh, Bourbon Street in uh, Louisiana. Yeah. And uh, because basically they would make the bourbon whiskey and they would ship it down the river to Louisiana because people wanted something that was cheaper than cognac. So in that process of transferring, uh, that's how the bear, you know, it kind of happened that this this barrel of what should have been white lightning got aged and became (laughs) brown and people started liking it they were like oh you know this is at first they were like oh this is bad whiskey it's it's brown and then come to find out no it's it's actually super delicious it's, yeah <laughs> this is actually really good whiskey yeah um <laughs> so th- th- you know there's a and there's a lot of posturing as to who the first person to do bourbon is uh elijah craig uh there's a, a bourbon named elijah mm-hmm. craig uh he was a uh he was a minister uh, that was making whiskey, and he was pretty <laughs> blessed. Every yeah. barrel, you he know? was he was pretty uh, pretty <laughs> frugal. Um, he didn't want to spend a whole lot of money. Uh, so the story goes, the whole reason that uh, he charred the inside of the barrels is he was using old uh, barrels from a fishing company that had packed salted fish in there, and he didn't want his whiskey tasting like fish. So he burnt out the su- insides. After trying to scrape out the the char in a few barrels, he obviously got frustrated. He gave up. He's like, you know what? The char (laughs) stays. Yeah. And that's how it it came to be. Um, Some people just say, you know, it was more, there was a barn fire somewhere and the barrels got burnt on the inside and that's how it happened. Only on the inside. Yeah. (laughs) It was some kind of weird fire that just burnt the insides of shit. That's it. That's before we set this fire. (laughs) Hey, hey, other fire over there. We're having a meeting. We're only going to char the insides. Yeah. We're going to char the insides. Um, So my question for you is what year, I mean, did this start? When was this, when did 
is there there's there's not record of that or is it kind of just like a loose time period they gave us an a they gave us a year of when so it was it would have happened right after the uh our fight for independence um Washington wanted to. What was that start. war called? <laughs> pop quiz, pop history quiz. I'm not even going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> the war for independence. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so they. So after that, after the war, uh, George Washington wanted a way to raise money to pay back all this debt. And which president was George Washington? <laughs> the first. President. Okay. All right. All right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you win. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, or another shot for that man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted to start raising money and he's like, well, you know, all these people are making whiskey. We'll just tax the whiskey. And apparently a lot of people from, you know, from that are of Irish descent and Scottish descent, they were like, hey, we were just in a war to, to get away from that bullshit. Uh, we're not going to do that. tea party we had? <laughs> terrorist act? So what they did, what they ended up doing is uh, the government was like, all right, look, if you don't want to pay these taxes, we've got all this land out west that we need settled. We're going to grant your family this piece of property tax-free you go out there you live go out get there drunk. yeah Have fun. <laughs> you, I mean, drink, drink you might die on your way and arrive with a whole new set of people <laughs> than you left with uh you might, might die of dysentery serious dysentery yeah that's where i was going i just think of that so does anybody from our generation know what dysentery actually is and what it not. does i looked it up once yeah. it's a horrible way it, to die yeah. it's, it's anyway. literally like I mean, it's the worst case of diarrhea yeah, yeah you, you can't it just everything is just going out. It's yeah. like the, the leading cause of death on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, like you literally game. die <laughs> in your own crap. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, exactly. right. uh, so so all these uh, you know Irish and Scottish uh, ancestry went out to basically what was West Virginia at the time um, in Bourbon County and uh, started setting up their stills and making white li- what we would know as white lightning, which was just whiskey at that point in time. Nobody really made anything else. And, uh, you know, happy accident later with putting it into a barrel to, to ship it. Oh, this is brown. I don't understand. And they drink it. <laughs> I'm still going to drink yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's a whole barrel. We're not wasting this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> Tastes a little burnt, but I'm okay. And now yeah. it became a thing, right? Yeah. I'm getting drunk. It don't matter. <laughs> so uh, that's, I mean, that's exa- basically how everything went down. I mean, it, the the bourbon actually is more of a happy accident than anything. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like just like this wonderful freak accident. Yeah. And I'm, Which I'm then very lead, pleased it you know, happened. Yeah, then it led to <laughs> aging of, of whiskey and aging of rums and all that. So uh, your dark dark tequilas are aged tequilas so it uh which can only be made in tequila mexico by the way tequila can only be called tequila if it's made in tequila mexico to this day Mm. so i think there's Mm. something to that and then there's something with certain wines have certain names that have to be made in champagne champagne Champagne. Champagne. has to be from france yeah it has to be made in champagne france not just Uh, not just people in california that are making it and they're you know calling it champagne and there's like this big issue because it's not real champagne right chemically it's champagne but it ain't made in champagne so yeah it's like saying you're from detroit uh, but you're really from uh from sterling heights (laughs) 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 there you go well i mean it's it's just like uh you know it's just like scotch i mean 
theoretically, you can make scotch anywhere. Right. Uh, the but thing is, yeah, is that there's this right? un there's like this unsaid agreement that like it only comes from Scotland. Right. And I, we're gonna go to Scotland and go to all of them, <laughs> all of the distilleries. Yeah. I, I just want to go to road trip. Yeah, yeah. best road trip. That's ever. more than road trip. There's like no, there's like no <laughs> roads between here and there. Just yeah. so you're aware of how that works. We'll get one of those uh, cars that turns. You will die. die. We're gonna drive <laughs> straight <laughs> north. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to go over into Russia first. Yeah. Right, right. You see it from we'll my front porch. Yeah. Right from Alaska. All right, anyhow. Yeah, Scotland's my dream trip. Yeah. I uh, said no black person someday. ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, that's... Uh, that's that's bourbon. I mean, it's... And you thought we were going to get, like, three and a half minutes out of I this. I thought so, yeah. You thought we were going to get three and a half I minutes. I mean, there, there's some other stuff, like Evan Williams. He was the first, uh, like, port... Uh, Evan Williams, don't they make that honey, that honey whiskey? Yes, it's honey whiskey because okay. they put honey in it. It's really okay, their right. bourbon. They've just cut it with whiskey or with uh, <laughs> with uh, honey in it, and it's it tastes good yeah. to me. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a connoisseur of whiskey so much as I am of bourbon. Yeah. Interestingly enough, yeah. so. But uh, you know, he was uh, so in Kentucky. You've got the Ohio River. When they set, basically, when they were coming across, there's a, a falls on the Ohio River right near Louisville, and uh, he was basically the for, first uh, port. Uh, I can't remember exactly what they call him, but he basically took the tax money for people to to port there and then like disassemble everything. And either they had to disassemble everything and then walk it around the falls, or they sent some unlucky soul over the falls. Oh god. <laughs> with all the stuff to make to make alcohol like with it all was the, like the all ships the and, and all that they'd either send them over the falls in the ships or they would have to like basically Nah, bro. I don't want that on that shit. but he they there was actually a law passed in the in the town hall that uh, they couldn't drink Williams whiskey until after the town hall meetings they actually had to pass a law to prevent guys from getting drunk while making during the town hall meetings yeah <laughs> awesome yeah he would show up with a bottle of whiskey and people would try to dip into it and you're like no 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 we've already passed this law that says <laughs> don't no. do it yeah don't do it they're smacking people's yeah. hands <laughs> so they would adjourn and then they would drink uh, evan williams uh, whiskey but at that point in time it wasn't aged at all it was just Basically, I've, they call it white dog. the The real term is white dog, but it's it's white lightning. I've got to know how. I mean, because hey, we're the U.S. government. You don't want to pay taxes. We're going to give you all this extra land out here. You can go yeah. out and do whatever you want. And then it, it's an area that was settled and became known for making that. Okay, so Michigan, yeah. we were known for lumber. We make cars. Yep. I couldn't imagine if the government one day came along and said, by the way, it is now illegal to make cars in the United States. <laughs> like, what would happen, right? Right, right? So the United States, of course, goes through prohibition. Um, and if you don't know, like in Detroit, like 75% of all illegal alcohol came across the Detroit River mm -hmm. during Prohibition. We're I'm like wondering what it was like. perfect spot for all <laughs> Oh, yeah. All illegal activities. It's great because we we've got this other country over here. We're like, right hey, it's free over here to still do. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got a whole other stories on that. But I'm wondering, like, okay, so, you know, West Virginia's interior. They're surrounded yep. by land. They're landlocked. There's no water. Not the, I mean, there's water within the state. Right, right. They're landlocked, right? Um, so I wonder what happened to them economically. Um, and just as a culture, what, I mean, obviously they're making illegal stuff, but what did they what did they change to do during those what eight nine dark years in American history? Some of, of prohibition. some of the bigger companies. There was actually a uh, during prohibition you could still make bourbon and you could still make wine. 
the wine could only be for religious services. Okay. Uh, you had to buy a special license to be able to continue to make wine. Okay. And bourbon, you could actually have a special license to make bourbon or whiskey. Or was this on the tour as well, or did you research yes, this? Yes, okay. this, this was on the tour. Um, so basically, if you were very sick and your prescription was bourbon, you could get a pint of bourbon every 10 days. I need this <laughs> prescription. <laughs> so I... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling really rough. sick. Yeah. Me. So uh, it's called the DT. <laughs> <laughs> really so Buffalo Trace, uh, they they help uh, the Van Winkle f- or you know Peppy Van Winkle, you know all those know. that you really know the super- Van Winkles. Well, it's any any connection to the story of Rip Van Winkle? Any any story? Uh, any no, connection to the story? Not really. No, but okay. uh, so Van uh, Peppy Van Winkle, he was the guy that kind of founded Stitzweller. Uh, okay, all right. Gotcha. Um, he was a huge name in, in whiskey okay. and bourbon. I didn't know in, if there was Kentucky. like folklore yeah. that surrounded the family in this so story. That Buffalo came out. Trace makes a bourbon called uh, it's there's a uh, Pappy Van Winkle and just Van Winkle, and they're two very very hard to find uh, bourbons. They're like a couple hundred bucks a bottle. Like they're okay. like the holy grail. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I went to some place in in Royal Oak a couple weeks ago, and it was like a hundred dollars for like a a three or four ounce pour because yep. they can only get one bottle a yep. year. Oh yep. my God. That is, it's ridiculous. Well, spend that much money. It's funny because there was, a, other people. there was oh. a truck <laughs> that was leaving the, uh, was leaving Buffalo trace full of the Pappy Van Winkle, uh, booze. Mm-hmm. It got hijacked. I bet it did. <laughs> got, got stolen. They ended up finding it. All the content's still there, but they couldn't sell it because they weren't sure what happened to the bottles, so they had to destroy the whole lot of it. Oh, that is a that is a dirty shame. Yeah. That makes me like I'm they gonna cry they one Jim Johnson was unconsolable. <laughs> exactly. That exactly. is a travesty. Yeah. Yeah, this, so this huge lot of Pappy Van Winkle was lost because someone stole the truck, left it. Didn't do anything to it. They, like they were still. They like peed on the tires of the truck. They're like, I bet you they're going to destroy every bottle yeah. in there. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> they take any of it. You're so stupid. Yeah. It was. Ugh. It was okay. retarded of them. But uh, <laughs> yeah. No. There's there's a lot of stories like that. And you know, uh, Buffalo Trace is like one of the longest continuously operated uh, distilleries in Kentucky because they had that license to make bourbon during prohibition. Okay. Right. Um, they've got a bunch of different types of houses. They've had, there's one of their uh, rick houses, uh, the roof got ripped off uh, during a tornado. So all the barrels up on the top floor were exposed <laughs> to sun and, and, and rain and all that. Um, and originally they weren't going to bottle it. And they ended up bottle, like tasting it and their master distiller said like, hey, this is actually really good shit. <laughs> so then they ended up making a rick house on the site that has no roof. And they're aging uh, barrels of bourbon in the open. open. to the elements. Like, yeah. okay. To all the yeah. elements. That's yeah. really cool. I was about actually, to go for really a third like time with Jim Johnson was un- unconsolable there, but <laughs> apparently everything nope. worked out. Yeah. He was totally consolable. <laughs> Jim Johnson was fine. <laughs> right. Well, and, and it's funny because you go to some of these places and they're like, oh, we don't we don't sell anything older than 10 years because after that it just starts tasting like wood. So they give you samples of something that they forgot in like the top of the Rick house that had been there for 20 some odd years. And they're like, yeah, we can't, we can't sell this. This is, this is garbage. And then you like taste it. And it's like, no, this is delicious. Why aren't you selling this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, which is and why, why are you dressed like a penguin, <laughs> ma'am? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <it's> a, <laughs> scotches that are aged longer taste better. Yeah. I mean, they, 
like to a certain point it depends yeah but they're like a 25 year or like a 20 year oh my god it's like oh it's like having an orgasm every time you drink it i don't normally drink anything that you know I, I only drink up, stuff that's old enough to vote. <laughs> I, I, you what? I only drink stuff that's old enough to vote when it comes to yeah. scotch. Nice. Yeah, I try to, but sometimes I'm like, I'm not spending that yeah, much money. Right. I'm just not going to do it. So, um, But so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we went to a couple of different places. We went to Town Branch, uh, which is actually Alltech Lexington Brewing Company. They make beer and they make Town Branch uh, bourbon. I was not a fan of their bourbon. I was a fan of their rum, though, which was kind of weird going on the bourbon trail, finding a rum that I liked. Um, <laughs> Why is the rum always gone? <laughs> uh, I went to one place that actually, own, because they're so young, they only have uh, white lightning to sell, so they sell bottles called uh, Lucky, so you can get Lucky in Kentucky. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> um it's just what I always want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this: uh, when you pour it into Coke, you can definitely smell the corn. <laughs> oh well. Oh god. Because yeah, I would. Coke I is made with corn that. syrup, so when it, it's you, like you, you mix take, the two. You smell just the the raw material. You're like, this actually doesn't smell bad. It's you know, it's got a little bit of an alcohol mm-hmm. smell, and then you pour it into your you're like a Coke to. Because you dilute it, corn. yep, and uh, it smells like you're in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's a chemical reaction. Right there. That's yeah. exactly what that is. Because I mean, corn. I mean, uh, Coke is what the the main ingredient is corn, corn syrup. syrup yeah. yeah. So uh, that would make a lot of sense. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was very <laughs> weird. I, I drank it uh, when I got back because I needed to have something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have something. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and I didn't want to break out the good bottles of bourbon when I was just going to sit around a campfire and you know. Yeah, yeah. You you wait for you wait for a fancy night yeah, exactly. for that shit. Exactly. Uh, my, my wife and I put off our honeymoon. We haven't done it yet, so I'm thinking maybe we should go to Kentucky. Yeah. I've never, I've never said this before. I was I, settled on Boston, so I could go to Independence Hall, but I don't know how much bourbon they're going to have. Yeah, <laughs> so, probably not as much. What ninety five percent of the world's bourbons made in Kentucky? Okay, All right. um, but it's, it's a Kentucky. beautiful thing. It so is Kentucky. Well, Louisville, Louisville is actually like is it pretty diverse? Can it's I, it's pretty okay? it's pretty amazing. Like you. Go there and you're like, oh, it's, it's Kentucky. It's going to be like, right. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth, boy. <laughs> L- Louisville, super, super awesome. Thank you for uh, the deer hunter reference. <laughs> <laughs> Louisville is super awesome. Lexington, little shady. It's a, it's a lot of horse people out there. So you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, then, but then the history major in me comes out for Lexington. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Lexington and Concord. I mean, I got to go. Um, but you know, everybody who's fighting on that side. Side was all Confederate, so it's yeah. Like, no, 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 no. yeah, there's there's that. Uh, it was for states' rights. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I prefer Tennessee over Kentucky myself. Yeah, but um, before we my shut this down because we're we're at time, mm-hmm. uh, the one reason that Kentucky is the best place to make bourbon, according to the people that make bourbon in Kentucky, <laughs> is because <laughs> the water the water goes through a bunch of layers of limestone. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much iron-free water. Yeah, it's considered good water. That yeah. was a whole deal about. Yeah, it's bourbon. super, yeah. super soft water. It's, it's not like here in Michigan where our water smells like rotten eggs. And our water, <laughs> yeah. our water here is 
considered hard water. Yeah. So because it goes through all the limestone, it takes out all that iron and it replaces it with calcium and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it makes it very a very good water for So you're making. saying they could not make bourbon in Flint, Michigan, is what you're saying. <laughs> you can't make shit in Flint, Michigan right. anymore. I, well, you can definitely make shit. Well, yeah. That's about no, all you can make right now. Everybody has dysentery here yeah. from yeah, Everybody water. died of dysentery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, Flint. Sorry, dude. listening, guys. That's rough. We feel bad for your plight. Sorry. Yeah, well, get a filter or two. Um, I mean, you... Yes, you technically you could not use the public water <laughs> system to make bur- bourbon and flint, but you could really just go to the store, buy a bunch of distilled water, and make bourbon. Right. I mean, at one of the companies that we went to, because of where they're at, they don't really have access to that nice filtered limestone water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they actually just use distilled water okay. as, as their. That's I think that was the Luckies that we went to because it's it's kind of right there on the Ohio River and it's uh, you know north northwest Louisville that and they don't really have access to that same stuff and and now once you get out towards that direction it looks like it's more sandstone than limestone so I wouldn't be able to tell it yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. it's real easy it's either brown or it's kind of Tan, white lime chalky. color yeah. yeah have you ever seen the Penobscot <laughs> building downtown it's made out of Indiana limestone. It's like a white building. It looks like it's white. Yeah. I've probably seen it. Yeah, right. yeah you saw it. <laughs> we, we drove by it on the tour that I did with her. Yeah, <laughs> like, I probably saw it. Yeah, I don't you know. Did it. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's bourbon in a nutshell. That was Sweet. very interesting. Yeah, that was awesome. How long I was, was this tour? Because like, <laughs> well, a lot about bourbon tours. now. Yeah, we did yeah. several one-hour tours. Uh, the Maker's Mark, we did a two-hour tour. Um, that, by far, if you're going to go to Kentucky and you're going to do a tour, do the two-hour tour at Maker's Mark. Cool. It is, it's limited to, like, ten people, and you don't. Because like when we got there, That's there cool. was there was a peep. There was the the one hour one where people walked through. There was probably twenty thirty people in that group. We only had like, I think we ended up with only six people in our tour group, and we got to go into where they make the labels and they punch them out and they cut them. And we got to go into the the quality control lab and look and see how they do the testing there, which is where I was looking for a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you weren't like, joking about that. You were actually looking for a job. I need to work okay. here. Okay. Um, you get to go, you get uh, two rocks glasses that have been dipped in the maker's mark uh, red. The wax. The, the red polymer wax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's what's around the, the, yeah, yeah. the top when you yeah. open it. Okay, all right. Funny story, how that came about was because the the wife of the guy that made Maker's Mark really enjoyed cognac, and because cognac has the wax seal, that's what she wanted to do. But she couldn't ever get it to stop dripping, so that's why it's a dripped bottle instead of like the nice clean. And, and it looks, okay. I think yeah. it looks better like that. It looks more authentic. So no, no two, no two seals are the same then. No, okay. no, and it's really hard. Is it real find. wax? I've never thought about it. It's a, it's a plastic. Type wax, and now um, this one, okay. yeah. So it's it's not. But it was originally wax. wax. Yes, it, it was truly okay. wax at one point in time. Uh, it's very hard to find a bottle that the wax has actually dripped all the way down to the base of the bottle. Um, partly due to the fact that they've got four people that are working on the line that that's all they do all day in and out is just dip. 
twist and throw the bottle. Oh my god, that would drive me crazy if that's all I did all day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. You could listen to episodes of Shots of, uh, Shots of History all yes, day long. There yeah. you go. <laughs> oh my, these guys are hilarious. <laughs> ah, another bottle down. I don't even know how many bottles I did. I was listening to like thirty episodes of Shots of History. At <laughs> 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 uh, Makers, you can dip your own bottle too. So. Oh, yeah. I've got it's a. Not uh, that far. That sounded yeah. so sexual. <laughs> you can dip your own bottle. I am yeah. I'm in for that, but I will get you shit can faced if I dip your own bottle. You can horse fuck a cloud. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no. Uh, I I bought actually bought a bottle of cask strength, so it was basically what they've taken straight out of the barrel. They haven't cut it at all, and I think it's something like a hundred and twelve proof. But that's going to be a very special occasion. I and think yeah, it's open. <laughs> wait, you have you that bottle at home? I do have that bottle. Yeah. Okay. I got to, yeah. All right. So, how many episodes are you guys up to? How many guys up? Oh, this will be. What? I don't know, like. 15, I think. I think okay, we're okay, so 20, No, we're at 20. When you get, yeah. When you, yeah, we're when you get to episode 50, invite me back. <laughs> crack that bitch open. <laughs> and we gonna get drunk. <laughs> at the beginning, you're gonna have to have a disclaimer that says, we cannot... Verify that all of the historical facts <laughs> will, in fact, be facts after it's true. the after first two round. Drinks after the first three. shot, yeah. done. After the first yeah. shot, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty intense. Okay, okay, it so like it. this has nothing to do with whiskey. Um, my my wife Jen and I were at our friend's house, and they live out in Farmington Hills, Michigan, and they had this bottle of something called Mama Juana, right? Okay. Mama Juana? Mama Juana. They got it in like the Bahamas or something like, like that. Sounds like it's going to have weed in it. Okay, yeah. now here's the thing. Like, here, here, I was raised in a very conservative religious home, so I'm still, okay, I'm at 36 years old, I still feel like I'm kind of naive about some, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty worldly wise at this point, but there's still some things that I'm pretty sheltered yeah. about. So it's called Mama Juana. That didn't dawn on me, right? <laughs> it's got like wood chips in the bottle, right? They're mm. like, well, it's been sitting in our, it's been sitting in in our cabinet for like five years. We went to Bahama like five years ago, like, mm. but it's really good stuff. It'll put you on your ass, right? <laughs> I, I had it, and I'm like, all right, it's time to go home. So I go out to the car, and I'm laying in the car, and my friend comes out. She's like. Should you be driving? I was like, no, I'm fine. She's like, no, no. I think you should come back come and sleep. That. So we we stayed over at their house. They had an extra room. And the next morning we went we went home. I seriously felt like I was high as a fucking kite. I was oh like, what is happening here? So, I mean, that's kind of why I love the, these kind of stories yeah. that you're telling. Like, I would love to know the story of Mama Juana at this point. Like, I, I, I should research it. Right. But just hearing the history and the stories behind, yeah. you know, how. We even got the seal on the maker's yeah. m- maker's mark, right? Mm-hmm. Maker's marker bottle. Yeah. Well, and that, that to me is so cool. Was a psychology major. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, that's all right. How, and that's why they came. Useless with degree. <laughs> hey, I got a job. I'm know, making right? money. See, you know? I have a history degree, so I was like, but I own my own tour company, so that works out in a 315 year old city, right? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah, um, she was a so she was a psychology major, and she used red because it was eye catching. Yeah, that's right, yeah. and that's what that's why my color, uh, the color of my company, is red. Yeah, because it is the color. Because uh, I used to work at Verizon. It is the color that makes you buy. Yep. It is the, it's why Santa Claus is red. That was a whole thing by the Coca-Cola Corporation. That's the only reason that Santa Claus is red. <laughs> Joe that was because sorry kids <laughs> if you're listening. Um, Santa Claus is red because of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola made him red. He was not red anywhere. In any times in, in any folklore, any folk yeah, history a lot of the about time Santa Claus, more in green. He's green, right? And, yeah. Red is about getting you to buy things at Christmas and Verizon is red 
because they want you to buy things. And so 7.2 tours is red because I want you to remember 7.2 versus the other non-existent tour companies in the city. <laughs> there are none. There, right. only, there are zero other tour companies. <laughs> you need to call us. 72tours.com. What? Plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of plugs, Shameless plug, right? No shame. It's time to pop them plugs. <laughs> we, I mean, clearly, we already started. Over we did. Here. We did start. But if okay. You have anything else you want to plug? Yeah. Uh, while I mean, here. I've been here before, so just the two things that I like to plug: seven point two tours, um, walking tours, bus tours, strolling suppers, uh, bar tours, all those kinds of things. Check us out: seven two tours All spelled out, all one word, because uh, that's how the internet works. And then uh, also. Uh, I don't know when this is posting, but it may have already posted. Who knows? But uh, as of August 3rd, we have... I'm going to assume it's after August 3rd at this point. It'll so probably after, be after August 3rd. Yeah, so, August 3rd, <laughs> so we have just recently um, uh, launched a new podcast uh, called Leading Questions with Calvin Moore. I am the host of that, uh, and I've got a co-host uh, by the name of Kent Strength, where we talk about... Uh, Kent Straith, not Strength. Uh, Kent Straith, sorry. Alcohol. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Where we talk about uh, current issues, uh, what's going on in the world, whether it be uh, religion, whether it be sexuality, whether it be politics. We're trying to talk about things that matter to everyone else. A lot of people like to say, oh, you're always talking about this. Like everybody's talking about this because it matters to us. It makes us who we are. These are the things that are important to us. So we have a podcast where we talk about things that are important to us. So leading questions with Calvin Moore, where we have a panel discussion uh, every week. Uh, with different panelists who have expertise in different issues that we all pretend to be ex- experts about. When we <laughs> yeah. need to talk about it on Facebook, <laughs> but I actually brought in experts who can talk about these things nice. and disagree well with each other so you can listen to the conversation. So it's an exercise in listening. So, um, yeah, 72tours.com uh, and then uh, leading conversations with Calvin Moore on uh, Podcast Detroit. Check whoop, that out. Whoop. All right, that's Very all nice. I got. Uh, I'm going to plug the two tours in Kentucky. The Kentucky Bourbon Trail Tour and the Kentucky Craft Bourbon Trail Tour, oh. which I did not do, and I'm looking forward to going back and doing. Heck yeah. Sweet. Sounds great. Uh, Call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, now I've got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> That's exactly why I did that shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, Snake Oil Comics. Uh, dot com for snake oil comics uh it's easier just to follow at Podman big dev to get all the other podcasts that i'm associated with and wicked radio network.com beautiful um i will plug of course the way station my show on podcast detroit with megan every other saturday at five o'clock we talk nerdy and we speak with independent artists from all across the world so it's super fun uh, and drunkdorks.com, another thing that I do with more dorky shit. I do a lot of dorky shit, <laughs> kind of like my life, no, okay? No, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so uh, check out drunkdorks.com for all your nerdy needs. That's all I got. Trico? Uh, let's see, as usual, I'll uh, Fuck plug, Steve? Yeah, fuck Steve, <laughs> voice comics. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that their slogan? If it's not, it should be. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to Coy's Comics, fuck Steve. <laughs> That's how they answer the phone. <laughs> and there's a sign out in front of Sean Seal's house that says, Sean's the worst inquire with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sean is the worst. <laughs> I, I kind of like the guy. 
He's Sean's cool. I like Sean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, you were saying. Oh, um, let's see. So, yeah, Coys uh, Comics and then uh, Eric's Egypt. Uh, real good show. It's got some ancient Egypt type stuff going on. Um, so check out his show. And then check out. They're on sabbatical right now, but check out uh, Bad History. Um really good show it's kind of like ours are really funny and uh really cool guys and eventually when their asses get done in europe or whatever and and they're back doing their show check out their show because they're in europe they're lucky yeah 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 jet setters of their fancy Fancy. podcast (laughs) they could be in kentucky drinking bourbon yeah (laughs) and uh so yeah check out their show they're awesome i love those guys and um uh, as usual, drink uh, Zombie Dead World Soda because it's really good. Um, it can use it as like a chaser for a lot of stuff, and it's totally yummy. Chasers yeah. dilute the alcohol. <laughs> I do not understand the point of chasers. Just get a designated driver, people. You know what it is? Chaser. Uber, Lyft, Uber. They chasers got discount codes. Are for teenagers who don't know how to drink. <laughs> That's the truth. I mean, teenagers shouldn't be drinking in the first place. They still have some morals. Some morals. If you were if you were younger than thirteen, you should not be drinking. It's all I'm saying. Gotta be at least fourteen to drink. At least. (laughs) (laughs) That's the alcohol as well. Eighteen is the legal age. Wait, twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one in America. In America. If you're in Canada, it's even younger. It's great living in Michigan because all of us, you know, went over to Canada as soon as we could. Sorry, I'm a a couple shots in. I'm a couple shots in here. It used to be. We only announced the first shot on the podcast, just so you guys know. Yeah. There's several that happen throughout. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No problem. I was doing research. Uh, (laughs) I'm on on my phone Uh, (laughs) for the next show. (laughs) Two or three weeks. Um, Uh,. Also, we haven't mentioned the uh, our sponsor, American Association of Whiskey Peeps. Oh my gosh, we haven't oh, talked um, about yeah. the Whiskey Peeps. I yeah. love the Whiskey Peeps. Yeah, I love them. Everybody loves the American Association of Whiskey Peeps. Yeah. Like them on Twitter. Their name should be a lot shorter for people <laughs> drinking whiskey. A A W P. There's my whiskey peeps. Where are my whiskey peeps at? Where up the whiskey peeps? Where y'all at? Oh, yes. So, yeah, check uh, check out their Twitter because you can't check out their their um, website because I don't have one. Wait, so, wait, wait. I'm going on Twitter right now. What is their What is their Twitter? So, uh, what is it? At AAWP, I think. Okay, right? all right. Uh, Let's hope of? it doesn't end up know. being some other group. I'm not, I don't run that Twitter page. Nope. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, I'm just an, a, a member. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really the just, no, <laughs> no. 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 Uh, It's all about Windows Phone is AAWP, so let's not do that because Windows Phone <laughs> is some bullshit. <laughs> what? Nobody cares about that. <laughs> so if you want a Windows... They have two followers. A Windows Phone. They've got like three. Yeah, I think three <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah, they upgraded. They upgraded. Um, American Association... Almost... Oh, shit. All right, let me oh, whiskey peeps. Uh, don't change my email. Peeps. <laughs> oh, man. See, now, here's my the thing. Is okay. Hey, look, here you day. go. Okay, Shot of History is the last thing that talked yeah, about that. Yeah, AA Whiskey Peeps. Add AA Whiskey Peeps. There it is. There we go. But here's, here's the thing when I think about you guys, AA Whiskey Peeps. I'm thinking it like at Easter, you should like really like take advantage of the whole <laughs> Peeps market. Yeah. And fill those those little like gross marshmallow peep bird mm-hmm. things. 
with whiskey. Mm. Or, you know, or it you, would be ironic and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. You put little, like those little airplane shooters and like you put them next to the peep and there then you, go. you see what happens. Cause yeah. I feel like the peep might come to life and drink it. <laughs> I want to see what happens. I like to float my peeps on top of my whiskey. Here's the thing though. I mean, they're called the AA whiskey peeps. Like I feel like automatically I have to give up on it. I can start going to meetings. <laughs> there are no admit steps that I like to whiskey follow. and everybody's like, Hey Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. I'm following. Uh, all right. Well, Sweet. thank you so much, Dev, for yeah. filling us with your knowledge. After I made you, thank you for, for doing, <laughs> thank you for volunteering. This after I made yeah. you, oh, I'm following the way station as well. Here we go. Boop. Yeah, oh, look at that. Drunk right. dorks as well. There we go. Boop. These <laughs> plugs oh. work. Oh Who's my Michelle God. Gallagher? Do you know her? Yeah, yeah, follow her. She's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. She writes poetry. Okay, well, yeah, she has she's a she's podcast really too, right? She's got she, a podcast. Um, yeah, she's doing stuff with the digital nerdage. I Do you guys right know now. Basement Fodder? I don't know. These are they're just randomly. Basement, uh, basement yeah, Fodder that's Todd, right? Is, yeah, they're yeah. friends. They're suggesting um, people. Indie really Huntress. Anybody know Indie Huntress? I don't know. Indie Huntress. It's just giving me a bunch of of Twitter like suggestions like based on you guys. I don't know. Nice. Indie Huntress. Follow her. She does a really good. Like articles all the time. I'm for accidentally the plug, plugging people. I'm done. I'm putting my <laughs> phone down. Okay. I'm putting my phone down. What? Okay. Yeah. Don't, oh, wow. Gossip don't time. Gossip time. I mean, no, you can still <laughs> read. I'm just saying, I don't think she's. I heard she's anymore. a homeless hobo underneath the bridge. <laughs> oh, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think it's time to wrap this one up. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, until next time, I'm Trike. I'm Stephanie. I'm Big Dev. And I'm Calvin, who will probably never be invited back because I take this (laughs) podcast 15 minutes longer than it needs to be. Uh, Thanks so much, guys.